Konnichiwa everybody, it's your boy Jay Aigula. As you guys can hear, this is not one of our new recent episodes, but a little throwback uh, since we're kind of behind, and by we, I mean me, with the video recording portion of the podcast, but never fear, we got some special treat, some throwbacks to a lot of great anime reviews that we have done for the past from different perspective and individuals who did a great job in the YouTube portion thought it'd be great to bring it to the audio until I'm able <laughs> to catch up with uh, <laughs> with the editing <laughs> hope to bring something new to you guys real soon until then enjoy these throwbacks great anime reviews peace In three, two, one. What's up, guys? This is Dave, aka King Kai, and I'm going to hit you off with a quick anime recommendation. Um, something that I watched this past fall is called Talentless Nana. Um, as of right now, there's just one season at 13 episodes, so it's a quick watch. I'm not asking you to, to commit much, and I think it's well worth your time. And I'll give you a little quick description as to why I think that way. Um, so the the show opens up in this classroom setting it kind of gives you like a, a my hero academia vibe where you go oh these kids they got powers and they're going to be taking on these enemies of mankind they call it so they're all there trying to like train and you know learn how to you know further develop their powers or whatnot and by the end of the first episode um this this girl nana the the main character ends up you know isolating herself with one of her classmates she's up on the cliff they're just chatting along and then she pushes them off the cliff and you're like why did she just push her classmate off the, the cliff what's going on here and it comes to find out she's actually employed by the government to kill off all her classmates who are actually viewed by society as the enemies of mankind so they're not the ones that are doing the hunting. They're being hunted by the government because everybody's scared of people's powers. Um, th this, unlike My Hero Academia where everybody has powers, these people are in the minority. There's not many people like this. And where there's, you know, not understanding or not much knowledge of something, there comes fear. So they're scared of these people and they want to get rid of them. So throughout the series, she's, you know, hunting down her classmates one by one. And people have brought this to my attention. The Shinobi guys have brought this to my attention. It's kind of like um, uh, Among Us, One Among Us or something like that, I think it's called. Um, and so, you know, people are, classmates are disappearing and dying. They're like, who's doing it? But there's this one classmate of hers that is well, pretty much well aware of who's doing it, but he just can't put his thumb on. He can't steal the deal. He can't, you know, hand the, the verdict into the judge it, it's because she always somehow thanks to anime plot armor she finds a way out of it to convince the other classmates that it wasn't her and that there was some sort of other you know extenuating circumstance that this person was off or maybe they just disappeared and it, I'm not gonna lie it, it'll leave you scratch your head like really come on like for real? Is, is this what's happening right now? I was like, yeah, this is what's happening right now. 
But that's what makes it so good. You're like, how is she gonna weasel her way out of it this time? Like, what? Who? Who's gonna do something? Like, who's gonna be so oblivious? Who's gonna close their eye or turn their head the other way while she does whatever? And then they look back and she's just like, you know, whistling with her hands in her pockets, looking all pretty and innocent. Like, how is how is she gonna get away with it? And that's what kind of like leads you to each episode and like it's like how is she gonna get out of this time? Or the episode will end and you know it's like this classmate you know had a power that she never expected him to have and he's like, I got you, you're busted and the next episode she's like scot-free like nope got out of it because some some other weird obscure thing just came out of nowhere and somehow cleared her so it it it, it sounds funny and it's it kind of sounds ridiculous but it will draw you in you will be glued to it and like i said it's 13 episodes stick with it even through the ridiculousness because it, it's worth it and there's there's plot twists and it definitely, if it's popular enough, um, it, it, it ended up where it, it should be getting a season two. And I, I think the plot twist was good enough to have you wondering, like, if, if the whole shtick of, you know, pulling, you know, the rabbit out of the hat to, to escape this plot got old and like, you know, 13 episodes of that's enough. Like, I can see where it's heading, where it'll be different enough to, for you to want to watch season two. So. That's that's pretty much as much as I'll say without spoiling um, what happens at the end. And hopefully it's enough for you guys to buy in. Uh, this is Dave King Kai on Talentless Nana. I hope you guys enjoy it. If not, let me know in the comment section below. If you love it, say, my man, you steered me in the right direction. And uh, talk to you guys later. Peace. Hey, konnichiwa. Konnichiwa, mi gente. Uh, it's your boy, Jay Iglo, alongside with my good man, Senpai. Yo. And we're here to do another The Shinobi Review of reviews and recommendation for you guys. As I mentioned before, our goal is to try to partner up with some people so we can share our different insight and opinions on a certain anime. On today's anime, uh, we are proudly probably wants to talk about a legendary one uh title fruit fruit Bas baskets baby i uh so senpai do you have a little history of, of fruit basket for our audience i do uh, uh fruit basket came out uh during their the anime did came out early 2000s uh, 2001 ish around uh, i ran for like 24 episodes i think funimation distributed it same voice cast as they got for the remake now uh, for the mm -hmm. dub version if you're a dirty dubber like some people we know um and the manga ran like a little bit beforehand it finished actually uh in 2006 uh so but the anime never finished which is crazy uh but the, we got this really nice remake that came out uh it's been about what 50 episodes about or 48 48 48 yeah yeah yeah. uh and they're doing a phenomenal job uh in comparison with the manga they're following it along really really well uh and i'm very impressed uh with everything especially again with the dub voice cast from the original it's it's very 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 nice i love it a lot <laughs> I have been enjoying it uh, because I've been watching the 2018 remaster. Okay, and uh, for those who don't know what Fruit Basket is, as you're seeing it in the video, um, right somewhere here, you're seeing that you know Mr. is you know an orphan living in the forest, 
by herself, surviving it day by day. And then it took one of the Soma's Yuki Soma. Um, one day, I think one day when she, I'm sorry, when she's going to school, she's walking. She's like, oh, I never knew this is a house here. And she's like, oh, look, it's the Zodiac animal. And Shiguri is the first one she meets. She's like, oh, he's like, who are you? She's like, oh, I live around here. He's like, you live around here? This is Soma property. And she's like, oh, I got to go to school. Bye. <laughs> <laughs> and, and then following to that is then I think it was also the animals that uh, that communicate with each Zodiac. He, they went and so like that night after he, she had met him so what happens is she's going to go take a bath in the river and she mm -hmm. runs into Shiguri and Yuki after they ate hot pot and she like collapsed because she's like sick she ran herself rampant at school and then worked mm -hmm. and she's like oh I still gotta study and they take her back and then that's when the dogs howl and Shiguri's like oh there's an avalanche nearby and he's like what and then that's when they're like no mom's picture i gotta save mom that's right that shit that is, is heartbreaking right. man that that's right so like the only thing she cared about was her mom's photo like everything else her mom photo yeah. what was it and it's not because she didn't have other relative you'll soon learn more about her her family and how different they are we all have different family but nobody's different than the hondas and the the soma um Later, you also met another key character, um, is Kyo. Uh, Kyo. And this My dude, boy. he's a wild thing, guys. And you could definitely do a lot of uh, shipping. You could definitely do a lot of guessing. But one thing for sure, you would not be disappointed. You got to be patient with it because this anime is slowly building up to a, a bigger a bigger picture. You know what I'm saying? Huge world, man. Huge. And I think with the ending of season one, if season one doesn't get you, then season two will definitely build up for you to be like, you know what? I'm glad that Senpai and Jay recommended this anime for Heck me. Yeah. Uh, if, is there a little spoiler you want to throw out there? For the I'll, say, I'll, I'll say this much, like the endings for season one and season two, uh, if you go into this, because a lot of people we've recommended this anime to thinks it's like, you know, hey, this is all sunshine, rainbow puppies. It's a cutesy little anime if you want to watch mm -hmm. it. It is, but the underlying, you know, darkness to it is is pretty, it's pretty steep when you get in there, especially when you meet the head of the family. And uh, you get some real like, oh, sunshine, puppies, rainbows. Nope. Here's the dark turn at the last like two episodes of each season. They really like throw you through a loop about, oh, wait, what? Mm -mm. This is not very friendly inviting. Mm -mm. <laughs> it's actually quite serious, man. Especially when you like you find out uh, the whole situation is, is that this anime revolves around the, the animals of the Chinese Zodiac plus the cat which is the main storyline of this whole situation and why the cat is such an important character and, and you would i feel like again if you could enjoy just the artwork the story itself mm. you will definitely appreciate us reviewing <laughs> it and you watching or and thanking the authors of course for making it because like again this is a nice anime that after all the gores all the wars all the blood this one is one that you could be like this is nice very nice yeah it's definitely a nice slice of life anime with a little twist to it if you need that little something to get you get you through it fair enough so if you guys really enjoyed this review you know all you gotta do is just write your comment down below on the comment section if you don't like it 
write it down too we would like to you know talk we're not going to fight you we're just going to talk and have your better understanding see what you didn't like to agree to disagree uh you can definitely follow the shinobi unfolding on all the social media as you can see below as well as our you know stuff that we post on youtube it's going to be right above so uh with that being said i'm your boy jay senpai and we say good night peace peace Konnichiwa mi gente. It's your boy Monty here with another Shinobi review. And I just want to talk about an anime that came out earlier this year that you may have missed. Um, and definitely worth talking about. And of course, before I get into it, I want to ask you a question. What happens when you take the jaw-dropping, heart-pounding excitement of a sports anime and you combine it with the sophisticality of fashion well of course i'm talking about about smile down the runway this show is only 11 episodes came out earlier in march uh you can catch it on funimation uh, it is it is quite awesome uh it uses that sports anime uh formula for the drama which is pretty interesting and then like i said it combines all the elements of fashion you really get to learn a lot and see things from a different perspective that you may have not previously uh been able to do which is pretty cool but uh, it follows our two main protagonists, which are Chi uh, Chiyoki Fujito and Ikito Sumura, who is, we have uh, Chiyoki, who is a young, uh, expiring model, uh, who's working under her father's fashion agency. But unfortunately, she's too short. Uh, she's proportionate, but she's too short to do any, fit anybody's clothes and do any modeling, but she won't let that stop her, which is like, she's fierce, such an incredible character. You should definitely check it out. Uh, who ends up teaming up with someone from her sewing club at high school, who is uh, Ikito. And um, he's someone who's very talented at uh, fashion, at designing clothes. And he makes uh, a dress that ends up becoming like the talk of the town. It's all over Instagram, all over social media. And yes, I mean, you could almost say that uh, social media followers are kind of like a currency, like power level in this show. Uh, <laughs> we just but uh not really but like so that whole start sparks the whole set of events which then now um you know uh, ikito is going into uh, doing into a like a internship at a fashion school and with another uh designer uh pursuing his dreams and then his dreams him pursuing his dreams you know sets a fire under chiyuki's butt to pursue her dreams so she starts getting more modeling gigs uh plus you throw in all the wonderful side characters into the mix um, like I said, this is a very enjoyable 11 episode run. I can't say enough good things about it. It's probably one of the sleeper animes that you probably wouldn't typically watch, but I'm telling you, give it a fucking shot. It is top notch. Yo!